Jason Manford. Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. Good morning, it's Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. Steve Edge is here. Morning. Morning, pal. How's it going? All right, as you. Yeah, I'm all right, to be honest. You know, I'm day 17 of yoga, pal, so... Oh, wow. You're a I'm yoga absolutely, guy, I forgot. Yeah, you're a I'm yoga a yoga guy. guy. Yeah, um, yeah. Are you like a yogi guy now? Because you've gone past being a yoga guy. That yeah, I'm like, a yogi. Like yeah, Yogi Bear. Yogi. Yeah. Yeah, yeah finish my yoga and then I go for a picnic. Yeah, that's it. I think in that's some it. sort of circles, you, you you would be classed as a bear. <laughs> I think I've been told before that I'm more of a cub. I think I was an otter. That's not even a thing, is it's, it? It's the grey, I think, and the grey in the beard, I think, makes you an otter. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I had um, John Barrowman kiss me on uh, Nevermind the Buzzcocks once. Wow, kiss John uh, Nevermind the that, Buzzcocks. <laughs> that's the TV show. Right, not an area. Okay. Wasn't a euphemism. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he kissed me right on Never Mind the Buzzcocks. And, um, and uh, yeah, he said, I said, oh, I'm a bear, I think. And he said, no, no, you're a cub. Which oh, after so you're 39, you think, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, you're a potential. You'd take it, though, wouldn't you? Mate, to be honest, I take a compliment from any community. Yeah, yeah. Compliment's <laughs> a compliment. Absolutely. If anything, uh, the, the gay community are slightly more discerning. So I, I think the compliment means even more. Thank you very uh, much. So, that's, that's so nice. thank you. Thank you, Mr. John Barrowman. <laughs> anyway, that was a lovely start <laughs> to the show. <laughs> We're with you till 11 o'clock this morning, so stick around. Well, now you've got me wondering, Steve, about other uh, gay slang to describe okay. uh, <laughs> other men. They seem, they, they, a lot of them seem to be based on uh, on animals. They seem to yeah. come from the animal kingdom. So I've, I found uh, otter. Okay. So you've been you've been dubbed an op- otter I think before. I was by... dubbed an otter. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, it is part of the extended bear community. Ah, oh, lovely. I love this. This is brilliant. This is very descriptive. Uh, otter is uh, thin or athletic. Okay. Um, any age. Yeah. Uh, although it does say lots of hair. Uh, well, it's, mm. maybe I had a beard at the t- Yeah. Maybe, maybe that's sort of, it. Surely you can have balding otters. Yeah. <laughs> You're a balding otter. <laughs> wow, some thanks. have beards. And some, <laughs> thanks for the confidence don't. boost. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that's you. You're uh, athletic, but not super built. A person yeah, yeah. can be an otter regardless of age and they're considered to be part of the larger bear community. Think of otters mm. being somewhere between cubs and bears. They're not okay. massive as bears, and the, but they're not as small as a cub. So what's wow. the actual definition of a bear, which what you what you were called? No, I, was call, I think I was called a cub. Oh, Although, actually, cub. I've seen one underneath, which I think might be more of a description. There's a cub and there's a chub. Okay, is that... I'm wondering whether that's me. Yeah. <laughs> now I'm looking at it. Uh, cub is... Build is husky. I don't know what okay. husky means. Uh, lots younger looking. I don't know. Uh, well, actually, example celebrity for the, for, the, for the cub is Jack Black, so I can sort of see that. He's about yeah. the same build as me. It said um, younger looking, though, and everyone always thinks you're in your 40s. Yeah, well, there is that, yeah. 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 Um, I mean, I'm, I'm happy to take the compliment. There's yeah. wolf, there's, there's otter, there's wolf, oh, there's bear. Wolf? wolf is lean and muscular, semi-hairy. Oh, no. Never going to be a uh, Aggressive. <laughs> Silver or grey wolf is an older wolf as well. There's a chub, there's a pup, there's a bull. 
That's like Dwayne The Rock Johnson, super yeah. built. Uh, Justin Bieber would be like a twink. They've got here. Twunk is another one. Muscular mm. but slender. Look, we're learning stuff this morning, aren't we? It's all uh, about learning. Gym bunny, jock, and a gym rat. That's, that's lovely. Yeah, yeah. So there you go. That so is now, uh, delete browser history. <laughs> <laughs> Well, there you go. We've learned a lot this morning. I, 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 How did we I, get I, onto that? But it's nice, isn't it? Learning. I, we're just learning about other communities. That's what I like to hear. So there you go. So there, so now you can maybe have a little look yourself, see what you what you would be regarded uh, in, in in the gay community. There you are. That's that's what we're up to this morning. I don't know what else we'll talk about, but uh, I'm, I'm I'm quite I'm quite pleased to be a a chub. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You sleep all right, Steve? I didn't last night. I had a bit of a... just. I've never had it before. I'm good at going mm. to sleep, me. I'm great at going to sleep. Oh, I can go yeah. to sleep anywhere. But then yeah, if I wake I'm up, saying. I'm awake. But last night, just couldn't get to sleep. It was three in the morning, just wondering. I, read, I had a glass of milk. I read oh, a book. Right. Was I that your... What your... to do. Well, no, I've is never done your... it before. So I just... I went back to... This is what Did people do. Google? They have a glass of milk. No, Did I didn't get... Google it because I didn't want to put my phone on because that's the other thing that keeps you awake, apparently. Yeah, the blue light. I was I was trying to avoid the blue light. Yeah, of course. Oh, so you're going to be grumpy all day now? Yeah, in the right mood. <laughs> I've been sleeping all right, but I have, I've, I've started wearing night splints. What? What's the night splint? Night splint what is, is it? uh, <laughs> it's, um, it's basically, right, so you know, uh, you know when you, you go to sleep at night, your foot sort of points down, doesn't it? Your toes point down. Do they? It's sort of nat- it's still sort of natural when your feet relax. Your, f- your feet sort of relax into a. A lot of people do anyway. Do you mean it's your foot or your toes? Like a ballet yeah, your to- point. Yeah, your toe. Yeah, so not a full ballet point, <laughs> but your toes point down a little bit, right? And so yeah. when I get up in the morning, I don't know if anyone else is like this, but when I get up in the morning, I can't even walk for the first twenty minutes, right? right. It's like I'm trying to walk on this my ankle. It's like walking on concrete every morning. Right. It's an absolute Because your toes nightmare. have got used to being, your foot's got used to being down. In that rest like, position, I yeah. And also I had a, a bit. Yeah, and I had a dodgy ankle sort of from, you know, 20 years ago when I had an operation and all that sort of stuff. So um, I saw a physio about it and he said, oh, have you thought about night splints? <laughs> right. So this is um, basically like a, a, almost like a cast, like a Velcro. Like a You've, yeah, like a boot that you put on your, on your foot and it sort of keeps your foot in a uh, in a, a right sort of angle. so um so now when I wake up in the morning, crikey, I'm like uh, I'm like Willy Wonka. Yeah. I'm up and about forward rolls. Wow. Uh, I mean so I'm not working then. And obviously and obviously you're a yoga guy now as well. So And also I'm a yoga guy. That's how so I started to notice it really. Yeah, which one which one is the, the beneficiary thing in here? Yeah. No, do we? I think they both are. I think they both mm. are. But um it, what's hard is uh, looking over at your wife and you know, strapping your leg in. Mm. Uh, you know, and I also God sleep. I leg. sleep. What's that? Thank God you said leg. <laughs> 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 and I also, I also wear an uh, like a an eye mask. Oh my life! It's like sleeping with suits and garments. I got on a plane with you when you had that on. You had that eye mask on, which has got... It, yeah. it covers your eyes and it's got headphones, so you can't hear yeah. as well. And yeah. you had a like one of those neck pillows. Yeah, I did, sort yeah. Your head fell forward. I, know, I was just travel, sat next to you. So it, I, th- I think I didn't notice for the first 10 minutes. I was just chatting away. And I thought, it's very quiet. 
Yeah. Not near a thing. Well, that's what my that's what my wife has experienced now. Just yeah. my foot in a foot in a <laughs> in a night splint. My uh, I'm a real catch, Steve. Sexy RoboCop. I'm, I'm basically a hot transformer. Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. I went to Kent last weekend. Yes, to see the, yeah. the outlaws. See, see the outlaws. Um, yeah, it was absolutely lovely. It was just, it, it was nice. It's England, isn't it? It is. It was. And it was just lovely to get out of the house, to be honest. Um, mm. Get out of our village. We've not been out of our village for 100 days. <sighs> so it was just like a treat to get on the road. I and mean, it was empty. I drove down to London. Um, and uh, did my weekly stand-up comedy show on the Thursday night, mm. and uh, and then obviously we recorded our show and did all that sort of palaver, um, and then I got the train down at about five o'clock on a Friday afternoon. Now usually, yeah, leaving London, going anywhere on a Friday afternoon is—I uh, mean, you've got a death wish. What's the train was like? What was the train like? Empty. Yeah. Absolutely Have they got sort of seats tapes off and stuff, or do you just? No, not particularly. They were just right. sort of they just trusted people to to to, to stay alert uh, and use their common sense, which um, which this government are doing a lot of. I've noticed they're like, yeah. oh, people have got common sense. You're like, ah, you mate, know what you're doing, mate. We 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 voted for a, a lifeboat to be named Boating at Boatface. We yeah. can't be trusted. Ah, they trust them. Don't, don't trust us. Don't trust us. We're not we're not trustworthy. We're not trustworthy people. That's um, what somebody who's trustworthy would say. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I went down there, got the train down there, and uh, had a lovely couple of days uh, with the uh, with with the in laws. Saw my brother brother in laws, brother in laws or brothers in law, brother in laws, in laws, brother in laws. Yeah, brother in laws, um, who are always always a treat. Um, I try not to get into politics with them. Oh, are they are they different politics? Or? Yeah, I mean, you know, I'm not bothered. I, I'm not going to fight anybody. I'm not bothered. But they're very, you know, they're sort of they're Brexit country, and oh, okay. uh, you know, and it's funny because I'm I'm sort of a bit in the middle about a lot of things, and and yet because I'm a little bit more left than they are, like I come away feeling like like Jeremy Cor- like left of Jeremy Corbyn, like yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think, why did we start talking about politics? Never talk about politics. Yeah, don't get involved. I like the conversations I always have with my um, my father-in-law uh, because what he likes to chat about is, because uh, we were driving back to Manchester, we did it, like I said, the full Dominic Cummins, one go. And um, he uh, he likes to know what route we take. Oh, he's a route chatter. He's a... He's a the uh, A415 here, <laughs> miss out all of the B62. <laughs> yeah, it's that every time. And, and I don't know the road. No, here, you don't, been, Considering I've been driving all this time, I know, but you just I don't know them off my arm. Yeah, just look at sat now, mate. Let's go whatever, whatever Waze says. We trust in Waze in our car. Mm. We put it in Waze yeah. and off we go. Uh, he's like, you Dartford Tunnel, you're going to go around the other side of the M25. I said, I don't know, Rod. Let's I don't see know. see what he says. Just whatever the... Whatever the because if you think with a Dartford Tunnel, is he could change at a minute's notice. You know, it looks clear and they're suddenly in a queue for, for an hour. Is he, is he a like, gangster, your father-in-law? <laughs> well... <laughs> Well, I wouldn't like to say. <laughs> He's got a lot of money and he didn't seem to have a business of his own. So I'm not sure where he got it from. Uh, but no, it was lovely. A, a lovely time in Kent, having a, a play with the kids. Went to the park for the first time because the parks were open. Parks are open, yeah. Yeah, so I went to the My park. son on top of a slide just breathing in the air, which is <laughs> not sure what he should be doing probably. <laughs> no. I know, it's lovely. Kids loved going to the park for the first time. Um, went past a little green and uh, went past Jan Francis's house. 
Oh, out of nowhere. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, she lives yeah. there in my in-laws. Ah, just random piece of information. Uh, but it was lovely. Even I went on the swings. Yeah. Just knowing that they were open and we could do it again. Oh, it was great. But we, I'm sort of a bit obsessed, so I was like, I took the, the you know, the um, hand gel out and stuff like that. I'm, yeah. like, I'm cleaning the seat yeah, before we got there. And I thought to myself, why weren't we doing this before? Like, these places have always been filthy. Yeah, they have. They're germ carriers. Yeah, I mean, children are absolute vermin. Yeah, that like, slides a Petri dish, basically. <laughs> do you know what I mean? We should have been doing this a long time ago. Why Why is this? Why is it taking a pandemic for all of us to suddenly start washing our hands properly? I know. Slightly worrying, I think. We must have mentioned last week that you were able to email us, Steve, because I've actually had emails. Oh, you've had an actual email? Yeah, I think it's jason at absoluteradio.co.uk. I think it's that. Um, but, yeah, we've had some. Uh, most of them are birthday shout-outs, <laughs> which I'm not getting into. Uh, well, I'll give Julianne one. Julianne's uh, a message to request a birthday shout-out for my girlfriend uh, this Sunday on your show. Her name is Alice, and she's turning 21. So there you go. Here's a list of things that we can roast her about. Oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, I'm not sure the phrase is correct here. I'm not uh, sure. It's a, it seems, it's an American phrase, isn't it? And obviously well, maybe they don't have the second... Uh, <laughs> Double meaning. meaning. Yeah. yeah, no. But I, <laughs> irrespective of that, no. even using their meaning as in sort of take the mickey out of somebody, these are the things that they've given us to okay. take the mickey is out of. Right? Hey, well, she's 21. Yeah, she gets sunburn, even if it's overcast, fine, we can have it, that's fine. That's She's right. from Essex, I mean, that's just random. She believes in star signs, well, that's nuts, I get that. But this is one of her reasons. She was in hospital for meningitis last birthday. Like, wow. that's not, Jules, that's not a reason to roast that's, somebody. No. That's a proper you, illness. You, you daft meningitis. Like, crikey, that's not, <laughs> my goodness, well, I hope you're feeling better, Alice. Yes. Um, and have a lovely birthday, certainly better than last year. We also got a message uh, this came through saying, I've really been enjoying the lockdown podcasts, Jason, and I love Steve's contribution. That's okay. nice, isn't it? Sounds like there's going to be a but here. However. Oh, yeah, it's a however rather than <laughs> a, a but. however okay. rather than a but. Yeah. However, yeah. as a Leeds United fan, oh, okay. I must pick him up on his repeated I think I've done it twice. You've done it twice. That's twice a repeat, in about mate. Five, in about four months. That's 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 repeated though. He is fa- in a court of law, wasn't it? The second one was a callback. The first one we were talking about programs we watched on Netflix. Look, in a court of law, this guy's right. You have okay. repeat. It's a repeated Mickey take of the Leeds film Take Us Home. Yeah, number one. Yeah. <laughs> what was it you were saying, Steve? Not just repeat it. I'm not repeating it. <laughs> it was just the fact that it was done like a Hollywood film, and it was just about. Uh, you know, a football club that, you know, yeah. hasn't... Well, just... let me tell you. Num- yeah. He's listed, number one, he says. Yeah. Okay. Russell Crowe got the gig, Steve, yes, as narrator, okay. because he is well-known Leeds fan. Of course he is. Because you knew that, didn't you, Steve? You knew yes. Russell Crowe Mike was a... Tyson's a Wolves fan. I mean, and so is <laughs> Tito Jackson, but they're not. <laughs> and, and Mark Hamill is a Wolves fan. They're not. <laughs> He knows his football and has supported the club from afar since boyhood. Yeah, okay. Did you not know this, Steve? <laughs> yeah, no, I'd, well, of course yeah. I did. A few years ago, <laughs> he even talked about the possibility of buying the club. Talked about it, did he? I will get my vengeance in this life or the next. <laughs> yeah, this life uh, or the next. <laughs> <laughs> Number two, he goes on. When he talks in the film about Leeds being feared throughout the land, he's referring, Steve, 
to the mm. period of 1965 to 1975, okay. when the team was undoubtedly one of the five best in Europe and arguably the very best. Okay, so he's doing a modern-day commentary about Leeds trying to get out of the championship, but he's, he's narrating it from a standpoint of 40 years ago. Okay, well, why didn't I get this in the 10 minutes I watched it? <laughs> on a related note, he goes on, um, this is Andy, by the way, on a related note, Steve's team, Wolverhampton Wanderers, are currently making a film to commemorate the club's push for Europe this season. They are looking for a celebrity fan to narrate it, and I was wondering if Steve would be interested through a contact in the production team, I've managed to get hold of an extract of the script, Andy says, and my oh. contact has asked if Steve could read it out on the show by way of an audition. She nah. said that uh, <laughs> for added authenticity, they really want someone with a strong West Midlands accent, so Steve might need to up his gentle black country tones to mm. secure the job. Um, extract from The Wolves Roar Once More for Steve uh, to, to, to read on air. There's a little... call that. We call something like Strength in the Pack, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're actually getting. I think, I think they should do one. That'd be a good one. Let me. Um... I think it would have been good to have done one a couple of years ago because it's a momentous rise. But now yeah. it's just like we're just um, you know, we're not into all that. Right. Well, let's 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 have a little. Why don't you have a little read of, of Andy's script? I've just I've just sent it to you on email. Okay. Have a little look. And then we'll yeah, put a record on, and we'll decide whether I want to do it. I think you should read it like Russell Crowe. <laughs> yeah, I mean. So. You've got the extract uh, yeah. from Andy's uh, The Wolves Roar Once More. Uh, but I think you should do it... Uh, I think you should go celebrity. Well, I think Russell Crowe, I mean, uh, he was... Uh, not a lot of people know this, but yeah. uh, he was, uh, he's a massive Wolves fan. Uh, oh, there you go, then. Yeah, 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 he moves around. Because he, he also he supports St Helens Rugby Club I've, as well. I, yeah. He does, heard, he does, because Johnny's got a T-shirt. Oh, that's with true, yeah. Quote. So, I mean, he I've heard, really Ken, Bruce, I've heard Ken Bruce is a Wolves fan. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he is. <laughs> and Josh Widdicombe. Just Well, perhaps some wonders. <laughs> right, let's hear Andy's let's do, uh, script. Let's do, there, so. uh, do it as, uh, as uh, uh, Russell. Uh, Russell. Go on then. Hang on, I've got to get the phone in the way. <laughs> Wolverhampton Wanderers. <laughs> Wolverhampton Wanderers were the best team in England during the 1950s. They were loads of stuff, and every other team in the land was terrified of them. Yeah, I know it's a long time ago, but it's true. We eventually won the FA Cup and the league more times than Leeds. That's not in the script, but I just mentioned it. Uh, all right, back to the back to the fifties. Well, it's fine, but we are six in the Premiership at the minute. You're not even in the Premiership. But <laughs> no one can touch them. They were blooming brilliant. That's it. Yeah, okay, that's yeah. that's pretty good there. <laughs> Edited highlights. Do you think I'll get the job? I think if anyone should get the job, it's you. I can't think of any other celebrity. Well, Russell uh, Crowe. Or Mike oh, Tyson. Yeah, of course. Tito Crow, Jackson. Or Mark Hamill. Beverly Knight. Bev Knight is a massive she'll, Wolf fan. She'll probably get it, to be fair. Bev, well, I've, yeah, I love Bev. <laughs> Matters. I was actually watching you on telly last night, Steve. Were you? I sent you a little picture of you. Oh yes, in, yes. In, uh, uh, repeating in series eight of Benidorm, aren't they on ITV? Yes. yes, on there, and you were on there. We were having a little watch. My mum and dad, huge fans. I think they actually prefer you to me. Oh well, my you parents. Know. You know what I mean? Like, oh, he's, he's yeah. very good, into Steve. He's very mm. good. They've got other uh, kids though as well, haven't they? Yeah, there is that. There is that. They, um, <laughs> they, uh, yeah, they were watching the uh, the Benidorm, and it was sort of on. I thought, oh, you've got some right faces. 
It's, I didn't see it. It's weird because it's that's the first series we did of the three, and it feels so long ago, mm. even though it's probably about five, four, five years ago. Five years ago, I think. You're very expressive. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. Very you, expressive. You do as much as you can, haven't you? No, it's very funny, very funny. Uh, Julie Dodds has also emailed to say, love listening to the show every week, Jason, with yourself and Steve. Um, I heard on the, the show previous that you were talking about programmes that Steve has been in, but you missed one out. Which one? All at Sea, she says. Oh, Her All at Sea. Yes. favourite. She says, it was shown on CBBC a couple of years ago. It was so funny, it should mm. have been an actual BBC One primetime show. Yeah, it, 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 I'm not sure it would go that far. I mean, it was it was a kids show, but um, yeah, it was brilliant. It. I read a lot of fun doing it. Yeah, she says the um, kids just grew up. That's the problem. Yeah, of course, that's the problem with kids. I mean, Millie, who was my 13 year old daughter, is uh, is now in EastEnders. Right. So yeah, that is she's that like is... 21. Or something. I know it's hard, isn't it? I remember getting a kid to play me in a Sky short that I did for Sky yeah. One a few years ago, and um, and then I saw him. He's in Hollyoaks or something now, and crikey, he's like, <laughs> like well, we didn't. Turn it's out weird the same. that when you work because when you work, I think as an actor when you work with kids, you you sort of become protective over them like a bit of a dad on set. Yeah, know, yeah. and then because they're kids as well, and now they're just fully grown up. Like Kellick Spellman was my son in the cup, and he's in like cold feet and everything. Now he's like a really cool. But he was like 11 when I worked with him. Yeah, he's yeah, a yeah. Lovely, lovely young lad. I see him <laughs> now and again. He's like, all right, mate. And he's like a fully grown <laughs> man there with like yeah. tattoos and piercings. I'm like, what is it? What's going on? <laughs> you are not going out dressed like that, young man. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, Julie loved all at sea. It's probably still on the iPlayer. It is still on the iPlayer. It's, it's, uh, it's very good. It's a lot of fun. Uh, I and my grandchildren loved it, as did my daughter and her husband. We used to love the phrase Charlie used to say at the end of the programme. Can Steve remember what that was? Oh, it was something like... Oh, it was something like... Um, it's a travesty of justice. I a think that's what it was. Justice. It's a travesty oh. of justice. <laughs> Brilliant. Which, you know, works when you're 13, but doesn't yeah. work when you're 19 you... and you just <laughs> broke into the neighbours to nick his Xbox. It's a travesty of justice. <laughs> Oh, man. Uh, so, yeah, you can go and catch that on iPlayer. Uh, what else is on iPlayer that we do? Oh, Scarborough's still on iPlayer. The show that means they both did They're together. both set in Scarborough. How about that for a link? They That's are weird. both set in Scarborough. Look at that. Busy, busy. So Scarborough's on there, and you can see Muddle Class as well, my uh, show. Uh, that I uh, I did recently, and that's on the iPlayer as well for the next few months. Steve helps us with that. Steve's actually in that show technically, aren't you? Because the story about the uh, the oh, the one cash, the cash point, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So all oh, me and Steve are all over the iPlayer. We are iPlayer. We are iPlayer. iPlayer like iRobot and four OD. <laughs> <laughs> Absolute radio. Where real music matters. Now, I've got a, a fun topic this morning, Steve. Okay, so, okay. I was driving back last week. We went to um, we went to Formby Beach, didn't we? Me and uh, me and the kids. Oh yeah. And uh, it was that day. It was absolutely caking it down. So it just rained all day. So we thought this is a good day to go to the beach because Naturally. nobody else would be there, you know. Yeah. So we got there, had a lovely time. Was on the beach for five minutes. Looked at the sea, put our feet in there, came out and then um, got some fish and chips and drove home. On the way home, the sun came out a little bit. And Steve, what happens when the sun comes out after a rain? A rainbow. A rainbow, mate. A rainbow. And let me tell you right now, it does not matter how old you get. Any time I see a rainbow, I still exclaim loudly, oh my God, a rainbow. 
Yeah. They Whether are I've got, good, aren't they, rainbows? They're amazing. Whether I've yeah. got children in the car or not, it, it's just exciting to see a rainbow. There's something about the rainbow. Yeah. That just maybe it reminds you of a happier time. There's something slightly magical about them, even though it's full on science in the sky. Yeah. Sometimes you do feel like you're like, I can see the end of that. And it sometimes looks like it's at your house. You ever seen a double rainbow? Oh, I love a double rainbow. Oh, that's just absolutely amazing. Isn't it? Double love, rainbows. Love a double rainbow. But obviously, you've got kids in the car as well. So, um, you know, you do find yourself uh, just saying it extra loudly, getting the kids to look at it, you know, and see those things. And I sometimes forget when I've not got the kids in the car um, and I'll still say, oh, cows. Yeah, like, I do. That. You know. <laughs> I do that with trains because my son loves trains. And if I'm on yeah. my own, the car, I go, train. Oh, it's not you. <laughs> I, do, I can't help it. <laughs> so I wanted to know what gets you excited when you when you see it. When you see anything that you get excited about when you see it, get in touch on social media. Uh, don't text in, but get in touch on social media and tell us what you see, what you still get excited about when you see it. That, you know, whether it's a rainbow for me, trains for Steve. I mean, your son, if your son doesn't end up as a some sort of engineer like a, with trains or something, I'd be very surprised. Well, we mentioned it like about a year ago on the show and then I got a tweet from somebody who, who trains uh, train drivers. Going, uh, this is, your son might be interested in this. Uh, you can't actually apply until you're 21, but uh, this is my number. I'm like, well, okay. <laughs> so I'm going to, in 20 years' time. Hiya, mate. Remember he sent, he sent a tweet uh, back in 2018. <laughs> Do you remember this? What's a tweet? Oh, it was a thing. It, you know when you blink now and it sends a message into someone's brain? It was before that. <laughs> Yeah, I'd be very surprised if he doesn't. I'm, I'm also surprised that you don't, like, you'll probably end up playing a train driver in something. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, we were gonna write... end up, yeah, next to it. Yeah, we were going to write We were going to write a sitcom about a train station. Do you we remember? We were, that? and Rudolph Walker was in it. And Rudy yeah, Walker Rudy started. Walker. He started following me on Twitter about two months ago, and I was really made up. I was like, oh, Rudy Walker's following me on Twitter. Oh, man. So, yeah, we, we had a sitcom idea about an heritage railway line, and Rudy Walker was in it, wasn't it? Yeah. That was going to be good, that. We should rewrite that. Mm, we should. Well, write it. We never actually yeah. wrote it. Yeah. Revisit it. And yeah, write we should. It. We should, definitely. Your son will be made up. Yeah. Let's write that. I like that. All right, I'm going to go through some of these uh, things that you are you still get excited about when you see it after this. This is Jason Manford. This is talking this morning about things that you still get excited about when you see them. I saw a rainbow last week and pointed at it to the kids. I was like, look at that, it's amazing, it's amazing. Well, yeah, well, you, don't, you shouldn't be pointing at it. Why? Oh, this is the thing, I think this is the thing that I've mentioned before. Right. And everyone's gone, what? But I think, I don't know if it's just, maybe it's just my family. I think it's, right. uh, I think it's a, a Midlands thing. You don't point at a rainbow. It's bad luck to point at a rainbow. Oh, because it it's magic, and if you pointed it, you whatever the wish and the magic that it was going to give, like you know, pot of gold, the end of the rainbow, whatever. Yeah, yeah. If you point at it, you dispel that myth. I think that's I'm a Google thing. This. I think. So this is because that's very. I think specific. I googled it once, and I think it. I think um, like oh Thailand, Native Americans, yeah, and Mexicans, yeah, they believe you don't don't point at it. In so, Mexico, don't point at a rainbow, or you'll get a pimple on your nose. I never had that bit. Uh, and. <laughs> In Thailand, they say uh, Raymond L. Lee, co-author of The Rainbow Bridge, explained that it's because a rainbow has such power, you can't touch it. So if you point at it, you're messing with the divine and the divine will make you pay. 
that's that's exactly what my dad said. Dow pointed it. <laughs> you must it. it. But it meant it meant that. It meant it meant that. But it's weird because I there do when go. I go. I go rainbow there. And my son goes where? And I go yeah, there. <laughs> well, you still don't point at it. No, you just have to nod. You can nod with your head over there. Right. By the blue house over there. Like it's like you can hear me. Rainbow. Are you talking wow. about me? Nope. No, 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 no. Crikey. Well, maybe you just wanted to point out a beautiful rainbow and share it with your family. You can, you can, you can say where something is without pointing at it. It's over there. Look. I mean, it's massive, isn't it? It's not like a little thing. It's just, where's the rainbow? I don't have to point at it. It's in the sky. <laughs> well, there is that, yeah. And it's really colourful and out of place. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I love, a, I love a weird superstition. Yeah, I love I mean. a really weird one. Um, the, the one in our family was uh, hanging laundry at night. That was bad luck. Is it? Yeah, apparently that's bad luck. It's not. So, what was the thing that the banshees not going to come and throw a comb at face again? Is it? <laughs> it's the banshees used to come. Yeah, I, I mean, don't know that's why. weird enough. The banshees. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so don't do that. Um, obviously, it's like whistling backstage, uh, shoes on a table, mm. uh, sweeping is it your shoes house. on a table or new shoes on a table. Oh, it's, I think any shoes, surely. But yeah, it's new shoes. But I think it's, it's new shoes, isn't it? But in the musical Blood Brothers, it's just shoes. Just shoes, yeah. Shoes on table and this bad has been torn. That one. <laughs> That's the one. <laughs> uh, sweep, and uh, you're not allowed to sweep, sweep up on a Monday or a Friday. Really? I've never heard that one. You don't know that one? Is that just a yeah. bloke who, who works in a barber's? <laughs> Me. Can't do it for Mondays or Fridays. <laughs> oh, come on, mate. Nah. Nah, no, can't if you do sweep, it. If you sweep your house on a Friday, your house will burn. Oh, just leave it then. <laughs> really? Leave harsh. it, leave it, leave it. Imagine if it nah, had burnt down it. on the Thursday. You'd have like yeah. a little kitchen fire and you were just sweeping up. The debris, and you didn't know, and then set oh. fire again because <laughs> you were sweeping. Yeah, lots of things like that. And, and there's another one with sweeping brushes. I think it's like t- bringing your old broom to a new house. Oh, is that a bad? Is that like a bad thing you're bringing? Yeah, all the it's like you're bringing stuff from from the past, man. Unless it's Trigger's broom, and it's got a new new head <laughs> and different handles. <laughs> it's brand new. It's brand new, mate. Yeah. <laughs> Manford. Uh, Amanda Hawley says snow. I love yeah, it. No, Even though enough. I'm old enough to see it as a fall hazard, uh, I still love snow. A fresh covering of snow when I wake up in the morning makes me smile from ear to ear and cry yeah. happy tears at the same time. You could have a mattress in the garden, a toilet on its side, but with a blanket of snow, you've got oh. a beautiful garden. <laughs> Your garden looks like everybody else's. Yeah. Yeah, rainbows, snow, definitely. Tracy James says, I only found out a few years ago, is that if you look opposite to the sun, you find the rainbow. That impresses my kids now when I always find the rainbow oh. first. Good, oh, good. good rainbow tips, guys. Great rainbow, rainbow tips. Fun fact. Rainbow fun facts. Rainbow fun facts. Sophie Carl says, uh, when my daughter was really little, she loves lorries. One day in the car, I said, oh, look, a blue lorry, to, in that very excited parent voice that we use. Then realised it was just my husband in the car. He thought I'd come back. <laughs> it's like you in the trains. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Thanks. lorries... lorries, trains, rainbows and snow. Kate Dewan says, uh, when driving to the coast I always say, I can see the sea as soon as I see it, even if it's only a glimpse. Yeah, that's a good one. 
These just the, the like... houses fall away, don't they, in the distance, and you just suddenly there's a bit of space. There it and is. You go, oh, there's a hill there. Go yeah. over that hill, and I'll see the sea. It's, it's higher than us. How does it work? <laughs> Gail James reminds me of this one as well. I still have to hand over 10p if my son sees Blackpool Tower before me when we're on the train to Blackpool. He's 36 now. <laughs> Making right, an absolute... <laughs> And Nicola Carroll's that same, seeing Blackpool Tower and telling everyone in the car, you get a pound if you see it first. Ooh, it's better money in there, isn't it? Pound there, yeah. Quite a lot of people here seem to uh, making money for spotting Blackpool Tower. Uh, Kerry McCulloch, I remember pointing out a fire engine to my driving instructor. (laughs) Imagine. Fire engine, there. Fire engine. Oh, yes, that's good observations. Well done. Good job it was a fire engine. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Jeanette Curran says, I get excited when I see uh, the Beluga aeroplane, especially this new XL version. I see them pretty much daily, but I still run to the door to watch them go over. I live right next to Airbus, and the noise is incredible. Yeah. Is that the big sort of fat one with the sort of second floor? I think it is, yeah. I think there was a similar thing with Concorde, weren't there? People would go, Concorde! Somebody told me yes. a story about when they, they were filming uh, it was an actor who was on Never the Twain. Remember that sitcom? Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> With uh, Donald Sindon and uh, Winter Davis. And he said it was one of his first jobs. And they were filming at, at Teddington, I think, which is not far from Heathrow. Mm. And they were halfway through filming, and then Winter Davis just grabbed him by his arm and went, Follow me! And just pulled him outside and went, <laughs> what, What's going on? And he went, Concord! And it just went over. <laughs> went over like twice a day or something. But he'd, he'd stop rehearsals. Concord! <laughs> I love that. So, <laughs> oh, is Concord ever going to come back? Do you think? Or is it just, I don't it, think so. It's, pretty, it's weird, isn't it? Expensive, wasn't it? And, it is, know. yeah. But it's weird to have invented something better. And then yeah, they have, just, I don't think they have, have they? But it's just so expensive, and now it's no. But like Concord like cost. was still faster than the flights that we have now. Yeah, yeah, I know, yeah. But it was just so expensive. There wasn't yeah. a, a Ryanair. There wasn't an easy Concorde or a Ryanair no. Concorde. <laughs> no, but don't you think that's weird in this modern world that nobody's gone back to revisit Concorde? Yeah, it's, I mean, PR-wise, it didn't go out great, did it? That's the no, other thing. So to be you've fair, got to sort no. of forget all that and go, right, yeah. let's bring this great plane back. Never had anything bad happen here, this plane. <laughs> yeah, maybe you don't call it that, it but... Never a, yeah. Um, but what, you have to, don't you? Well, I guess so, yeah. I mean, it went it went from New York to London in two hours fifty two minutes. Yeah, yeah. How has nobody revisited the Concorde? I don't. I, don't I mean, know. I get it. There was an accident, and I understand that. But what I'm saying is, why has no one gone back to an invention that is better than or faster than what we've got now? Maybe maybe somebody owns the the rights to it. That's half French, half to, British. Or to something. speed. No, no. To that design. To like, design. Like right. Elon Musk is probably going. Well, I've this one. It's called Concorde. And you go, oh, right, what's this? That's an electric plane. Goes really fast. Concorde. I'm not. Fly- I'm not flying an electric plane. No. Although no. saying that, I mean, no fuel. No fuel on a plane would, I guess, feel safer. But I'm yeah. not sure. Not sure. Oh, what solar panel? What about solar powered aeroplanes? You're up yeah. there anyway. Yeah, but when you, if it's a long flight, <laughs> you go, you oh, know, it's a night nighttime. period. You know. <laughs> Yeah. Guys, yeah, not- look out the window. Oh, it's lovely, isn't it? Look at all the stars. No, 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 no. <laughs> yeah. Can anyone so- see the sun? <laughs> Why would okay. I want to see the sun? Well, maybe that's why I'm not an inventor. Yeah. But <laughs> not- I, that's your dragon's dead bitch. And how does it work at night, Jason? Go to the back of the room What's- and confer with nobody. <laughs> <laughs> He's got 
I was on a technicality as well. I forgot about the song. Does the moon, does the moon, will the moon be able to do it? Do you build up enough power in the day to get you through the night? Power source, the moon, the light from the moon is the (laughs) reflecting light of the sun. Are you Um, in or not? uh, We're willing to accept, uh, (laughs) just let us go. (laughs) (laughs) And Dolph Shoulders don't tell it. Amy Congreves on uh, Facebook says, we always shout out sheep and cows and horses, anything, anything like that we see. Uh, If we lived in the city, then these would be rare and that would be okay, but we don't. We rarely travel (laughs) without seeing them. We live in the countryside. I annoy myself when I shout out sheep on the way to work with no small humans, even in in the the car. car on your own. Sheep. Sheep. Uh, Elaine McBride's the same. Cows or sheep in a field when we're driving past. I once got very excited at seeing an emergency vehicle. Can't remember which one now. uh, Before remembering I didn't have my toddler in the car with me on that occasion. It's it's instinct, isn't it? Just instinct. Uh, Kirsty's the same as you. Trains. She says, trains. Every time I see one, even when I'm on my own. My son is a huge Thomas the Tank Engine fan and it's just sort of stuck all these years. Mm-hmm. Uh, Victoria says lightning every time oh, yeah, there's lightning. No, that's pretty impressive, isn't it? Yeah, lightning's amazing. Anything the elements, you know, like like you said, like oh, the yeah. snow and the rainbow, like Aurora Borealis, so like that'd be amazing. Oh my god, Northern I'd lights, love to see it? that. You'd be like, oh my life, that'd be I'd good. Love- <laughs> yeah, I like the fact we go from like unbelievable bouts of nature to Karen Newman, Eddie Stobart, Loris. Yeah, well, you know. It's the sixth wonder of the world, is it? I think. I think so, yeah. Uh, My boys love watching Steady Eddie. Uh, Now they're teenagers, they cringe and roll their eyes when we shout Steady Eddie on any journey. Now, I don't know if you do this, but I don't think we've ever done this, Steve, when we've travelled together. Maybe it's because we like each other too much. Um, Not too much. That sounds like we were having an affair. Um, (laughs) (laughs) uh, But um, me and my brothers, when we were growing up, uh, we... um, we would punch each other when we saw an Eddie Stobart lorry. We have done this in a car. I think we've. Have I we? think we have done this because I, 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 we didn't. I don't think we saw them as much as you did uh, when you were growing up because they're, they're based up north, aren't they? They were so a northern thing. Them, yeah. yeah. I mean, they're everywhere now, but yeah. Yeah. So you. Yeah, we were just driving. You went Stobart and just punched me. I was like, <laughs> "What's that about?" <laughs> and then yeah, you had to explain it guiltily. Oh, sorry, yes. mate. <laughs> yeah, it must just be something in my ingrained in my childhood in my brain, yeah. you know. But yeah, anytime you would see a Stobart, uh, you would um, Stobart, you know, and you would and you would get a dig in the arm, right? Uh, with with my brothers in the back of the car, and then even when I sort of got on to not if you were um, driving, not if you were driving, no. But saying that, okay. not even like no, you know, no, it's your fair game. Well, you know, my, me and my wife play it. <laughs> and, um, she's familiar we, with the game. When you yeah, 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 yeah. she's she's into it. Yeah, I introduced her in, into the game. And uh, and you so we played when you were driving. Yeah, yeah punched in the arm while I was driving. <laughs> That's the game. That's the I game. introduced it to the game. Punched <laughs> in the arm when I was driving. But when you're driving, you it's a bit like you're sort of cheating a little bit because you've got all the mirrors. Yeah. So you can see an Eddie Stobart nobody else can see. Like, yeah, of course you, you can. Know, yeah. You can be ahead of ahead of the game. Um, my wife's very good at it now. She spots them because the thing what happens is sometimes you'll you'll gamble on an Eddie Stobart thinking mm. it's an Eddie Stobart. When he gets closer, it's a different one. And then oh. you get two digs back. Oh, is that what happens? Is that, the, is that the rules of the game? I didn't know that. That's, uh, yeah, that's the Queensbury rules of Stobart. Um, so, it can, you know, it can. 
it can go wrong. It can backfire, and, can't it? Yeah. Uh, well, it backfired for me drastically. I remember on the way up to Edinburgh Festival one year, me and mm. my brother were driving up there, and um, we get up to Edinburgh, have some lovely gigs, had a lovely time. And on the way, on the way back, I was sort of doing the, I was sort of doing the first bit of the drive, and there was like three or four. Stobart's and I got my brother bang bang right in his arm bang he's like all right stop it now you know so Stobart mate this is all the way home four hours yeah he said right well let me drive for a bit you have a you have a little sleep so sort of forgot about it driving home and I've nodded off in the passenger seat and unbeknownst to me my brother has taken a detour via Carlisle oh dear where as you and I both know at the time I don't know if it's still there that's where but they were burst, weren't they? Yeah, <laughs> that's exactly where they're based. That's where the, that's the main uh, Eddie Stobart depot, oh, and he just pulled up like outside oh, <laughs> the no. depot, right at the gate. There must have been about four hundred of them, and I'm fast asleep. I just wake up to an absolute shower of punches. Stobart, 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 Stobart. So he didn't even wake you up. Didn't even wake me nice, up. Mate. I'd be nice to have done a tap on the shoulder and go, Jake. <laughs> Open your eyes. And then you open your eyes and you just see. And the second you focus, then the punches rain down. <laughs> yeah, no, he woke me up with the Stobart punches. So. so he didn't know what was going on. <laughs> I'm not a clue. Not a clue. I don't, I'm like, why are we in Carlisle? Ow. <laughs> Matters. Very excited this morning, Steve. I follow your uh, wife on Instagram, mm-hmm. and she posted a little garden picture yes. of what looks like the biggest figs I've ever seen in my life. They're figs, the biggest, mate. They're the biggest figs I have ever seen in my life. There was they're three of them. They were on the top of the tree. She put it on there with a got a big fig. Doo-doo. She put it on with that song. <laughs> yeah, of course. Uh, they were massive. They were. They were. How really big tasty. would you? Would you? If you were going to describe it to the listeners now, how how big would you say these figs were? Um, oh, I'm not very good at describing. Well, uh, like as big as a, a grapefruit, I'd say. A grapefruit-sized fig. Yep, fig-shaped, but the size of a grapefruit. My I'm, I'm not goodness. exaggerating. They were massive. Wow! I'm gonna. I'm just going to love a look, love a look at them now. Absolutely. Huge. I told her when she took the photo to put like a 50p in or something just to give it. Yeah, a sense that's of what scale. you need. But, that's um, unbelievable. They're good figs, aren't they? That is unbelievable. Um, with the fig, of course, uh, not vegan. Is it not? Not vegan, yeah. You can, figs are not for the vegans. Did you, I don't know if you it's got to be plant-based, doesn't it, the fig? Well, figs are not vegan because uh, they're basically full of dead wasps. F- full of dead wasps? <laughs> full of dead wasps. <laughs> yeah, oh, that's what... Really? Well, that's what that's what they say. So vegans... It depends on how vegan... this? This is on... Uh, flatearth.com <laughs> uh, yeah it says it figs are not in fact the vegan fruit you thought they were uh, this fancy fruit has uh, been depicted blah 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 in the Garden of Eden um, but botanically speaking a fig is actually more of an inverted flower than a fruit Okay. And to the fig wasp, this wasp and the fig tree have a great understanding, a, a mutualistic relationship. Me and you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that both benefit from, though seemingly little more at the expense of the female wasp. Um, the deal is the fig gets pollinated and uh, the little wasp gets to lay her eggs inside the fruit, 
But for a price, as the female wasp crawls into the fig, her antennae and wings break off, mother's sacrifice. Crawling up the small passage within the fig in is this uh, mother's wasp final journey, and that's where she okay. dies. That's a mutual arrangement, is it? This is a mutual <laughs> arrangement tell you what, between fig and you wasp. You can have a bit of pollen, I'll rip your head off. <laughs> In a fascinating twist, the fig ends up using an enzyme known as fissin to break down the wasp's body into protein. Once the baby wasps are born, the male ones, often born without wings, that seems pointless, yeah. uh, chew a way out uh, before fertilising the newly born female wasp. The females then emerge from the fig, ready to spread the pollen from the fig to another fig tree by repeating the same cycle. Well, that's figs ruined. Well done. So- <laughs> Well, don't think about it. Well, I'll think of nothing else now. (laughs) Enjoy your massive fix. Think how big the wasp was that got inside that. Going straight in the bin. (laughs) Wrap it in prosciutto, that's what we do. Absolutely delicious. Have you had them Mm. wrapped in in bacon and prosciutto? That's really nice. Goat's cheese is nice as well. Oh, yeah, yeah. Goat's compliments the wasp's neck. Absolute radio. Where real music matters. Just ruined figs. Ru- absolutely <laughs> ruined. I don't. When Christmas comes, I'll hear that song. We all want some fig. I was like, I don't. I'm all right. Cheers. <laughs> got a bit of uh, got a bit of wasp leg here. I don't they are a this. bit alien looking, aren't they? When you well, I mean, like you know, I've always looked inside a fig and gone, oh, something I don't trust about this, and that's why I never had them. And obviously, they're quite expensive. So that when I was growing yeah. up, we never had figs. So uh, <laughs> we used to peel potatoes and we'd save the shavings, the peelings off the potatoes. Me mum would say, well, we can fry these in deep fat fryer and make crisps. <laughs> I, mean, that's, I mean, I'm joking, but that is actually true. We that couldn't afford true. We used to do we that. We couldn't so afford crisps. But they try and make out it's a thing. Your parents go, look at this, we've made our own crisps. And you're like, isn't this the bit we normally chuck away? No, for no. the goodness, this. No, I've never seen I... a crisp that's made completely of peel, not even in Whole Foods. No, 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 no. This is all the goodness. The things they used to get away with with that chip pan. Oh, I mean, it was every mealtime, wasn't it? You could... Yeah, every mealtime that chip pan was on. And did your parents just leave? I mean, ours was like covered it i don't know what it actually looked like in real life it was covered in fat and whatever had spilled over and congealed mm, and then yeah like hard. a little bit of really white batter that had just been yeah. heated up by the yeah <laughs> a million times yeah and then it was just left at the back of the the oven the yeah the i don't cooker. remember anybody like after like going, oh we've used it three times guys we need to change the oil <laughs> don't remember that, <laughs> that don't remember happened. that ever i remember topping it up <laughs> i remember going that's gone below the three liter line <laughs> We need to put some more chips. Why are all these black bits in the bottom? I think it's sausage. We didn't really need to deep fry them, but we did anyway because it was quicker than getting the grill out. It's oh. mad, isn't it, the things we used to do? Yeah. The, 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 the chip pan. I mean, it was literally called a chip pan fire. Yeah, yeah. Because well, that's what I mean, yeah. The, well, that's why we had the, in the 80s, we had the deep fat fryer, which was the, the safer way to Oh, kill yeah, yourself. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just a slower way. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine you got the chip pan out now to your kids. Well, I imagine if you got it out now, you'd be doing some sort of like, what would you be doing? You wouldn't, you'd, it'd be a special occasion, wouldn't you? You'd have bought some artisan fish. Yeah. Or yeah, you'd exactly. be changing the temperature on it and you'd be doing, oh, no, with the batters at a low temperature, we're going to do tempura prawns. 
you, you, that's what it'd be now. You wouldn't yeah. be like, chuck a couple of sausages, and they're still frozen. Chuck them in the same time as the chips. When the chips start floating, the sausage splitting off, at your dinner. <laughs> if I, I mean, I remember a time when, like, oven chips came out. Mm, yeah, like I when do. they I became remember, a yeah. thing, I remember thinking, "What is this?" And they didn't taste as nice no. as proper chips because they were no. deep fat fried, of course. But it was like some sort of witchcraft or something. It was like, "How are you going to do them without?" And obviously that? now, as an adult as well, you just go, "Well, you can just boil a potato a little bit, parboil it, and then make your own chips." Mm. You, the oven chips aren't magical, are they? They're, but you and your kid, you're going, "How have they done this? Is this like what NASA is technology this? or something? Is this what, is what this they ate when on the witchcraft? Moon? <laughs> French fries." <laughs> Oh, so figs are ruined. They eat yeah. uh, wasps. Oh, what a good deep, um, fat, deep fat fryer fig. Deep fat fryer We would have done in our house if they'd have had one. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, I, think, um, I think avocados are not vegan either. Oh, well. And butternut, and butternut not squash. Gonna, not going to ruin these now, are you? Why, why, no, why I think they're, they're not as rank as the fig. That giant um, seed in the centre of an avocado <laughs> is actually a spider's egg. <laughs> Do not crack it open. It's Do bigger not than a open. human face. <laughs> no, I think it's um, the same reason as honey. They can't, they basically can't exist without bees. Oh, okay, yeah. And so bees are used in like an unnatural way to mm. cultivate. Well, we're sort of stealing so. it, aren't we? We're letting yeah. them get... It's natural what they're doing. And then we're going, all right, I'm squeening there. You all right, love? I've left you some milk outside. Nick it, nick it, nick it. Run, 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 run. <laughs> that's basically like what we're doing, isn't we? That's the yeah, problem. That's exactly Little it. A bit of smoke no. in your face, love. bit of smoke in your face. Don't look. <laughs> so I guess it's how how strict you are when it becomes yeah. uh, to, to being a vegan. This is Jason Manford. This is Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. Uh, we were chatting earlier about uh, when you still see things and get excited by them. Uh, mine is rainbows. Uh, Steve's mm. are well. Yours are trains via your son, but have you got one of yeah. your own that's like means something to you, like? No, I don't. Like rainbows are magical, aren't they? And I think and mm. the snow thing was. I do. I get properly excited when I see snow. Yeah, Actually, I can't remember the last great. time that happened. Love snow. Yeah, I know. Uh, Poppy Hunt says RAF planes. Okay. She gets excited. She lives a few miles from RAF Coningsby and loves going up to the park uh, with a chippy and just watching the planes. She gets oh, a little chippy nice. tea. Uh, we used to live near Catterick where, when I was little and my mum taught me to say tornado instead of plane. So every time I saw a plane, I used to point and shout tornado. She used to get comments about how very clever I was. Yeah. <laughs> I, just, I couldn't understand what you're saying, love. You had a chip in your mouth. Say it again. Did you say tornado? Tornado. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Helmer says squirrels. Absolutely squirrels? love a squirrel. All that don't get just, excited by a squirrel. She loves a squirrel. Helmer. There's loads of them around here. So you yeah, see them all the you time. You still spot one, don't you? And say it, don't you? Oh, I think I get. I don't. I think I get. I mean, I see a lot of foxes, but I still go ooh when I see a fox. Oh yeah, bit. foxes are exciting. Yeah, when you yeah. see one. At, Not one in a. It's, it's in a. What's he done? Because they look guilty, <laughs> don't they? They always look yeah. guilty. I tell you what, I saw the other day, and we even recorded it. Woodpecker. Oh, was it doing the noise? A woodpecker. Yeah, it was the full. Giving it that. Oh, was it knocking on the door? It's the tree. Yeah, hello. You better let. You better let him in. <laughs> Yeah, an actual woody woodpecker. I couldn't believe it. Yeah. Uh, Michelle Eastall says, not quite the same, Jakes, but when we go past the bread factory where the bread is being rotated in huge ovens in the windows, I always say, oh, smell the bread. Smell mm, the bread. I, I worked in a bread factory, so um, that's that's. You're not, over that, uh, yeah. No. Yeah, oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Things are sore. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> I used to go out back. <laughs> it was really quickly. I mean, I'm not going to say anything, but bad. But like, um, right. it was such. My job was sort of loading the the bread baskets, basically on the on a conveyor belt that went at one speed. But it was right. such a massive, confusing factor that made everything. That um, when I get there, and I go, well, uh, sorry, I do I get to the loading bay, and they go. Left of the pizzas, do a right at old meal, go past the uh, eclairs. <laughs> I'd be like, I don't know where any of these things are. But yeah, they made everybody's bread, this factory. Everybody's wow. except for Warburton's. So wow. I only eat Warburton's. <laughs> <laughs> we, um, we lived near, or had an auntie who lived near the uh, Vitti's factory. In, oh yes, uh, in Stockport or on yeah. the way to Stockport, Longside, like Levenger, whatever that sort of area. It's, yeah, it was Levenger um, near me. Yeah. Levenger, wants it, yeah. And uh, oh, that was lovely. Well, that was a lovely smell. That's a nice you drove smell. Past yeah, there. yeah, really enjoyed that as you went past. In fact, oh, I had an auntie uh, yeah. who used to work there, and uh, and so we would get every so often we would just get a massive blue bot like blue bag of broken biscuits from broken the Vitis factory. Biscuits. Broken biscuits. It was great. I didn't know the proper shape of a penguin until I was about 12. <laughs> I just I thought that's what... Yeah. <laughs> I saw a full one. Well, like, they what? used to be in Twickenham. They used to be at Greg's factory. Oh, hello. How about that? How about oh, that for a smell? Oh, now you're talking. What are those things called? Those little twirly things? Yum-yums or tum-tums? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yum-yums, yeah. Them, them. You can smell them quite a lot. <sighs> yeah, I'm a hey. big fan of that. Big fan oh, of that. that. So, yeah, we used to get broken biscuits from the McVitie's factory. In fact, McVitie's, by all accounts, I don't know if this is an urban myth, but uh, my auntie says, when you start working at McVitie's, they say, um, they say, help yourself to the biscuits, by the way, when you, when you work here, eat as many as you want. So rather than saying, do not eat the biscuits, they actually yeah. say, eat what you want, because after three days of eating biscuits, yeah. you, you're done, aren't you? You're like, oh, I'm yeah. not bothered anymore. I'm not going to eat them again. I mean, obviously, if I were there... <laughs> When I used to like when I, when I lived near that factory in Levenshoe, when I used to get the train to London, my journey mm. was bookending by McVitie's factory. I think there's one sort of St Albansy way ah. down the other end. So there's another McVitie's factory down Southern that way. Southern McVitie's. Yeah, McVitie's. <laughs> McVitie's. I love a yeah. penguin. Uh, Rebecca Walker says we have wild peacocks come into our garden. Even though he comes in every couple of days, I still get ridiculously excited when I see oh, him. Oh, that's good. That's good. It's nice to We've got peacock. parakeets. Weird noise, though. We've got parakeets. There are twicken and parakeets, the yes. Twicken and parakeet. There are, we found a feather in the garden. My son found oh. this beautiful purple feather. That's Look exciting. at that. That's exciting. But yeah, very loud. Very loud. But, yeah, uh, well, the same with the peacock. It's a weird noise. Like, well, it sounds like, upset a, it, do you? like a banshee. Sounds like. Uh, same noise almost as, the, as I mean, not with the. Did it throw a comb at you? Yeah. No, not with the uh, the comb throwing extra, but still terrifying noise. Jason Manford. Absolute radio. Where real music matters. Started. Uh, obviously, I've been doing yoga for seventeen. Uh, yeah, seventeen straight days. My yoga guy. Hey, yeah. I mean, taking the Mickey, but uh, your wife sent me a picture of you doing yoga. Yeah, I did. Uh... Yeah, I did a little bit when I had time. You, you look pretty one. good, actually. You look pretty bendy. Pretty flexible. Yeah. yeah. You were right on your back, like a... Like a I was. It was coffee a, table. An, an upward dog. Is that a thing? I don't know. But uh, I, it was, I got into that position, which is, a, 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 I think that's like level. That's like a black belt if it was karate. That's that level. <laughs> Yeah, black belt in yoga, yeah, that's you, is it? Couldn't get out of it. <laughs> <laughs> I was in that. that that's 10 minutes in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm still doing my uh, yoga with Adrian. I also started um I started my personal training this week as well. 
yeah. Uh, on Monday, and I've been doing Couch to 5K. Have you done this? It did it? I did it about four years ago, and I right. almost got to it, and then I just I give up on running. Cause yeah, I know, I know. Well, there is a bit Got of a that. Bike out. Yeah, the bike is easier. I must say, um, I've been doing it. I'm on. I'm only on like day three. I'm absolutely shattered. And on the app, on the free app, it comes via the I think the BBC and the NHS mm. website and all that sort. It's those guys. Um, you can pick a celebrity to, oh, to, to be, be your, your motivator. Sort of, to be, be your motivator. With? Who, have you with? Who can well, you have? I you didn't can, know this wasn't available when I did it. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, okay. you can get quite a few. Um, let me see. Let me Who are you going with, Mr. T? Yeah. Didn't you used to have Mr. T on your on your sat-nav? I did, yeah. That's right. He used to say Turn really left, sucker. Turn left. He used to say something really weird, like, it's like driving his car too fast. Don't be taking no drugs. <laughs> it's been really <laughs> he odd. Would. He would. He was brilliant. He'd, he'd never go to the airport, though. That was no, you could never thing. get to Manchester Ringway, could you? No, go round he... and round. I ain't going to left, clean, fool. Go left, go left. You're just going in circles, aren't we, mate? <laughs> Have a milkshake. You can pick. Uh, you can pick Sanjeev Kohli. Okay. Uh, you can pick Michael Johnson, the Minus, Olympic yeah. champion. Yeah, I'd go someone sport related because I'd rather. Yeah. Joe Wiley. Mm, I think uh, I just want to sort of chill with Joe Wiley and listen to some indie records. Yeah, <laughs> you can pick Laura, who is like the supportive voice of the NHS. Okay. Uh, she's like the, the default one. But I have chosen Sarah Millican. Well, yeah, okay. So okay. I've got Sarah Millican, and it's quite nice, really, because obviously I'm friends with Sarah, so that helps. Yeah. Um, but also she has got quite a, ah, come on, Pat, you're doing all right. You know what I mean? She's got a nice sort of encouraging voice. Yeah, when you yeah. finish this, you can have a banana. Like yeah. there's something nice about it, like really, <laughs> really gets you through the run. You've only got one minute left, mate. She doesn't say mate, yeah. um, but it's. Ah, oh, forget ri- it. Let's go back to the couch. <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> she does. Sounds like you're sort of running with your pal then, which I quite like. Yeah. So, uh, so that's what I've been doing this week. I've only done three of them, but um, and I'm absolutely shattered. Like you should I'd, get in. You should. You should do one of the motivational voices because then I'd technically, be good at it, actually. no, but you can say, uh, yeah, just I've just, what you've been up to. Oh, I've just done the couch the five k thing. Yeah, yeah. Like, meaning the voiceover, but like. <laughs> <laughs> Still done it, ain't you? Still did it. I'm couch to five k. Back to couch for a cry. Yeah, that's my couch to five cry. <laughs> <laughs> couch cry. Run a bit. Sixty second run. Cry. Breathe heavy. <laughs> Feel all the blood in your legs. Sit down. Sit on a bench. That's me. I have to go back home now because I'm only meant to be gone half an hour. <laughs> <laughs> and if I take an hour, they'll know I've stopped. <laughs> Uh, now, we could not have more different weekends planned. What, what are you doing? Well, I am working. Can you believe it? Know, Work has come back into my life. No. I'm doing two gigs at Brent Cross. It's a drive-in. Okay. So people uh, drive in with the cars, park up. I'm on a big screen. Yeah. And uh, on a, a huge screen, and uh, and the, and you can tune into the sound on your radio. Are you on the? St- you're on a stage as I'm well. I'm on stage. Yeah, I'm on stage. Yeah, yeah, just big camera. All right. Yeah, yeah. So it's like going to Glastonbury, but in a car. Yeah, exactly that. Um, and you can get like food delivered to your car and drinks. Oh, it's all like fifties food, like you yeah, know, like hot dogs and milkshakes. <laughs> yeah, it's Coke float. Exactly yeah, like in a you know happy days or something. Yeah, go Arnold's, get a couple of burgers. <laughs> I'm sort of slightly nervous. I mean, by the time you hear this, I'll have already done it. 
Mm. But um, what? Because you've not done, not been in front of. Well, a I've not done a gig for ages. <laughs> yeah, a I've never, I've not done gigs for you know four months. So that's one. Mm. B yeah. I've not written anything new. So they're getting you know essentially muddle class. The show that was seen by one and a half million people on the telly only three yeah. weeks ago. Um, and uh, and also you can't ha- you can't hear any laughter. There's no and laughter. You can't see the people really, no. can you? So you can't. You just have to just sort of rip their cars. Look at this, mate. What's, your, what's going on with your bumper? All right, Mondale. Yeah. Oh, yeah. eyelashes on you. Fiat five hundred, have you? <laughs> <laughs> or you agree? Do you work in? A, ah, shut <laughs> up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not doing a gig for four months. <laughs> it's exactly going to be that. Yeah. So that's going to be. That's going to go flat, mate. You got your lights on. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> I spoke to uh, Daniel Sloss the other day, who did one last weekend, and oh, he yeah. said he actually had a brilliant weekend. He said I really enjoyed it. He said it was weird, but he said it's odd because what they do is uh, they sort of they they don't obviously you can't hear laughter, but they've put uh, beeping the horn is in replacement of laughter. Okay, so as, somebody as lo- good as <laughs> as long as somebody hasn't got like a full jukes of <laughs> you know what I mean? That's going to be weird though, isn't it? Trying to remember that laughter because obviously that makes you jump, doesn't it? When someone beeps you, yeah, yeah, that's going to be a long hour. Me just jumping out my skin every. <laughs> What you don't want is a sort of stand innovation because that's just going to be like a traffic jam. <laughs> yeah, I don't want that. No. What if somebody leaves as well? <laughs> like drives like, off. Yeah. And they've got like a slippy alternator going, <laughs> like squeaking. <laughs> <laughs> or a full van. Beep, yeah. beep, vehicle beep. reversing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's what you don't want. Oh, so it's basically like going to do a, it's like doing a gig for the Transformers or something. Like, yeah, just, or cars for, for Lightning cars, McQueen. Yeah. So yeah. that's what I'll be doing this weekend. But you're having a lovely breakaway, aren't you? Going camping? Yeah, booked it about three months ago when there was no campsites open, but there was a yeah. rumour they were going to open. Nice. Um, so we're just going camping for a couple of days. My son, he's never been camping before. Oh. So we're just going to, you know, he wants uh, a, he wants a little fire. We're going to do a little fire. And he wants, he keeps saying mushrooms. I think he means marshmallows. But right. he said it, so we're going to be toasting <laughs> mushrooms. I go, mate, it's what you asked for. You asked Maybe. for it, mate. There you go. Now you'll learn the word, won't you? <laughs> <laughs> well, that'll be fun. So you're off. You're off. Uh, yeah, right down there, Canberra. Oh, That's nice. Lovely, yeah. I might have to have a look into that myself. I bet you can't even get one now because nobody can go abroad. So maybe not because it was. Uh, yeah, like I said, yeah. a couple of months ago. Nice. You were ahead of the trend. Mm-hmm. Well, I hope you have a lovely time. Hope so too. Thanks for joining us this morning on Absolute Radio. Myself and Steve are, uh, are off. We're off, Steve, off to uh, for camping. Off to Point at rainbows. Yeah. Point at rainbows. Oh, no, actually, I don't have to. I hope there's no rainbows. Yeah, that means there's been rain. We had a lovely time when we went camping, didn't we? We had a couple of days, didn't we? We had a lovely relaxing time, didn't we? Didn't we got we? A, bit, a bit lost in it. We were in Hampshire or somewhere, weren't yeah, we? Yeah, it was little, nice, that. Little yurt. We had yeah, I'll have to do yurts. that again. I have to do yeah, that it's again. Great. Nicked all um, wood from next door, didn't we? We nicked, we stole another camper's woods. Oh, they'd already left, but we they'd stole already them. left and they hadn't used the wood, so we just yeah, thought so we had it. We, we had it for the wood. We're having Absolute it. Absolute thieves! They're never coming back for these bits of wood. And uh, and I'm, I've got these gigs in Brent Cross. Uh, I've also got a gig on a Thursday evening live on the internet. The weekly stand up. Uh, we have had previously. We've had uh, Rob Bryden, Harry Hill, Sarah Pascoe, Alfie Bow popped in for a little chat uh, coming.
coming up, we've got uh, John Bishop, Reg Hunter. Uh, we've got, uh, who else have we got? Crikey, Russell Howard's coming on. Reese Darby, who you might know from Flight of the Concords and uh, the Jumanji films. Loads of people coming on. And loads of comedians that you've not seen, uh, but who are hilarious. Obviously, at the moment, no jobs for comedians. Doesn't look like any of us are going to get back into the clubs and theatres anytime soon. So this is sort of... The next best thing. It's not obviously. It's not as good as a comedy club, but it's 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 the best we can do. It's like a it's like a really good vegan burger. Mm, yeah, exactly. Do you know what I mean? Like it's not. You'd rather have the meat one, but it's not available, so you'll have this one. And actually, tastes all right. Yeah. So that's basically that's how I've been selling it anyway. Yeah, that's uh, good. So that's Thursday nights at eight o'clock, and tickets are five pounds. You can get them at uh, theweeklystandup.co.uk. If you want to donate a ticket to somebody who can't afford one, then you can do that on there as well. And if you can't afford one and you're in need this week for a good laugh, but you've not got a spare fiver, then get onto the website and you can apply for a free ticket as well. So it's a, it's a laugh for everybody. Everybody's included. So come along to that, theweeklystandup.co.uk. Right, enjoy your week. Enjoy the rest of your Sunday, and we'll see you later. Take care. Music matters.